Welcome to the Living With Light podcast, a place of soul inspiration and spiritual guidance, helping you uncover your own spiritual and healing path. I'm your host, Gemma Jane, and I am an intuitive, multi-level energy healer and divine channel, conscious co-creator and soul purpose mentor. And I'm here to awaken your connection to the divine within deepening your own intuition and inner guidance and allow the space for massive change and transformation. I am honored to be on this journey of self-discovery with you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Living With Light podcast. This week, I am talking all about being an empath and how we can avoid overwhelm because it can be super overwhelming if we're not protecting our energy and we're allowing an influx of other people's energy into our own energy field. And there's all different types of empaths and you probably can relate to a lot of the different types. So there's intuitive, which means that you experience intuitive visions and that inner knowing. So your strongest Claire will be that Claire sentient. And then we've got emotional. And I really feel like these two are really quite connected to each other. So emotional empaths feel the emotions of other people. They feel the places. Um, They feel the emotions of places, sorry, and of objects. So they can feel when an object is being really loved and looked after and they can feel the vibration that it is admitting. And the same with people. So if someone is crying and really, really upset, you feel their pain, right? And it goes both ways. So when when they're really happy and overexcited and that like real loving life energy, you can feel that and you start to absorb that too. And then we have physical. So you experience physical pain of others. And again, that interlinks with emotion. So if you're witnessing someone in a lot of pain, you actually feel that pain too. And it's quite a physical sensation. Then we've got plant and animal. So plant is nature. So you can feel the vibrations, you can feel the energy around nature. And this includes water. So when we go to the ocean, it's a really easy way to experience that. Or if you're in the mountains, because it's so dramatic and the energy is so high vibrational, it's really easy to experience those feelings in those larger nature settings. And animals. So you can feel the emotions and receive messages from animals. So you would have, you would have, you may have a animal spirit guide and you're receiving messages from this spirit guide and that's how spirit talks to you. Or you can really, you're really in tune with your own actual pet and you can feel what they're feeling and you understand their needs and desires. And also it can be other animals. So it can be in the wild, not just our domestic animals. And then there's geomatic, which is feeling energies of the planets, the cities, of sacred places. 
So if we go somewhere that is a sacred place, a sacred temple, if we're going to feel, you can feel the energy around that and it can be quite overwhelming. Being empathic is such a beautiful gift and we all have different levels of it. So some people can be more in tuned with that part of themselves than others. And it's just allowing those energies to sort of free flow within you and not getting hooked onto the actual feeling of it. So when we're experiencing negative emotion, we're not sitting in it and getting stuck in stuck in that energy. And it's the same with the good ones because it's the good feelings that you want to be like, oh, I want to stay in here and you kind of want to get stuck. And then once you're sort of hooking yourself in and you're wanting to stay at a particular feeling or level, you're not allowing that natural flow to happen. And it's when that natural flow to happens that we're actually more in alignment. So what is empathic overwhelm? It is when we have allowed too much inflow of other people's energies into our energy system, into our energy field. It is true that other people can feel the energy we send them just as we can feel the energy they are sending us. And sometimes it can be so overwhelming and flooding in that it throws us off balance, that we feel overwhelmed, out of control. And then once we have those feelings of being out of control, our ego steps in and starts to control everything. And it deploys those techniques, those controlling patterns that we all have, regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey, everybody has controlling and manipulative patterns. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just part of being human. And it's part of recognizing when we're using those um, behaviors and patterns and course correcting and being like, okay, cool. That was the old one. I'm just going to start and do this. And eventually the more you do that, the less you'll start to use those controlling patterns. So how... How do we deal with being overwhelmed? Because unfortunately, especially if we're being triggered or we're we're absorbing someone else's energy, we can't change another person's behavior. And again, that goes back to the control and manipulation tactics. We can never change someone else. We can only change ourselves. We can change the way we react, the way we feel, the way we conduct ourselves in our life. And then we can just hope that they match our energy, that they also raise their vibration and match us where we want to be matched. So it's about holding yourself responsible and being at a level of vibration that is right for you. So we're able to move into a sense of peace and create that feeling of harmony and oneness, which to me just feels better. Life feels more in the flow. I feel more connected. My relationships are deeper and that's not just my relationships with my clients, my relationship in my personal life, with my friends, with my family. It's with everyone, even strangers on the street. So, and it's a really beautiful place to come from. So how do we practice our awareness How do we go from absorbing everyone else's energy, regardless of if they're good or bad? And and how do we 
stay true to ourselves? How do we anchor in our own energy? So the first thing is we want to practice awareness. And I noticed that if I wasn't aware of what I was feeling, either the response to an internal shift, such as a mood change, or if I was triggered by something and I've noticed that there has been a shift in my own energy field, if I wasn't aware of that and on top of it straight away, I could really go into a more egoic response to the situation. And once we step into that more egoic response, we know that we've stepped out of alignment and we need to recenter ourselves back to love, as Gabby Bernstein would say, or back to spirit, back to the oneness, back to that anchoring feeling. And it's having that awareness of choosing your responses and choosing your battles. I'm sure you've heard of that, like choose your battles of what what you want to respond to. And I didn't, whenever I heard that, especially when I was a kid growing up, because when I was a teenager, I was quite angry. I was angry at the world. I was depressed. I was just absolutely looking for an escape. And it was choose your battles, Gemma, choose your battles. And at the time I was like, okay, cool. What am I fighting for? But now it's, I'm choosing the battle of staying in alignment. So it is for me a conscious choice that I am going, okay, cool. I'm not going to engage in this because I know that it's going to throw me out of alignment. Another key factor in understanding is starting to understand energy and starting to understand vibration and how they are interlinked and how we can absorb different people's energy. So we know that the whole planet is made up of energy. We know that the whole solar system is made up of energy, right? And everything is vibrating and admitting its own personal frequency. So if you imagine, so when I look at the world, I can see how everything is linked by energy. So instead of having where the air is a actual dead space of void, right? Because we can't see anything. There's actually energy frequencies that are admitting to people. And that's the same that's coming back to you. And that's how we can see the energy field around each people. So they overlap and they intertwine with each other. So everything is connected. And once you start to understand that, you're able to then start protecting your own energy and start to distinguish the difference between someone else's energy and your own or the energy of a place or a person or an animal, depending on what energy you're feeling at the time. And once you start to understand that concept, you're able to understand that if someone throws um, a negative energy, a negative comment at you, and you throw something back, you're starting a looped circle of this negative energy. And that becomes in its own right, its own entity sometimes, depending on how much of that argument, I want to say, or that negative situation, um, how, how quickly that takes off and how much passion you're both giving to it. So it can create its own negative entity. And then that will sit 
in the same place where you've had the argument. So if you've had an argument at your house and you've created this negative um, entity, you would be able to feel that when you've walked through. So let's just say you've had this massive argument and then everything's been fine. And then still a couple of days later, you can still sort of feel it when you're standing, let's just say it was in the kitchen and you're you're standing in the kitchen and you can still feel that the energy isn't quite right. There's something shifting. That's because the energy is still there. So it is so important to come from those places of love, come from those places of compassion. And it is most important to do it when those other people are throwing those negative hooks at you or at those negative comments at you. And being able to stand in your ground and not engage in that when they're at their lower vibration. So maybe just being like, okay, let's not talk about this right now. Let's go away and come back and regroup when we're both at a more neutral vibration. And you're you're going to be able to eventually break those habits and it's more manageable. And we're able to have more commitment and more loving relationships with everybody, which is what we want. That's what we want on a soul level. We want to let people in. We want to be vulnerable. We want to feel all of those good feelings. And the next one would be balancing yourself. So we want to do actions that keep us in alignment or keep us more balanced. So that would be your spiritual practices. So if you have spiritual practices that you do every single day, it's committing to them and following through on them and not letting your ego convince you that you don't need to do it today. And when you feel more connected in your heart, you're going to be able to come from that place of love more easily. It's just going to become more second nature. And when your ego or your mean girl takes over, you're able to witness her and rather than run with her comments and get sucked into the drama or the control patterns. Regular exercise is super important as well for our mind and body. We know this, there's so much noise in just general life about being fit, eating healthy, regular exercise. And that's because we know that when our body is functioning really at a high level, so it's functioning from really good food, it's having its water intake, which is super important. We're not pumping it full of drugs and alcohol and sugar for me. Um, And it's able to run at its optimal It's easier than to have the mindset work. It's easier. Everything just flows better. So exercise, and it doesn't have to be really intense exercise. It really depends on your type of personality. Like I really like intense exercise, but I haven't done it for ages. And it's just been enough for me to do yoga at my house. You know, I'm in lockdown at the moment. It's easier for me just to do that. And that still is enough. Meditation, if you're... If that's part of your spiritual practice, maybe it's journaling, maybe you're doing actual, um, depending on your devotional type of relationship that you have with the divine and depending where you are in your spiritual journey. So it really is coming from that place of love and that self-reflection. And so how can we protect our energy field? And I get asked this a lot and honestly, it's practice. 
It's having energy healings. It's starting to really connect with your own inner guidance and starting to really understand the messages that you're receiving. So the more that you cultivate that relationship with spirit, that devotional relationship with the divine, you're able then to come from a higher perspective. So you're able to act from your higher self. And we want to pull and we want to draw that energy down into this and anchor this into our physical body so that we're always operating from that higher level, which our soul has already attained. She is already at that higher level and we want to bring more of her essence down. We want to bring those angelic aspects of ourselves down and we want to anchor them into this lifetime. And so how do we do that? Again, it's the connection to the divine. So it's your devotional relationship. It's your spiritual practices. It's starting to really listen and practice your intuition. So you have to act. So when you're receiving these messages, and I know when I start working with people, often they really like to use the pendulum. And a pendulum is a fantastic tool to help you strengthen your intuition and start to distinguish the difference between what is your higher self communication and what is your ego tricking you into believing that it's your higher self because your ego is really good at doing that. She'll get in there and she will give you all of the reasons why you should be doing a certain thing or why you should be engaging in certain situations why you should defend how how that person didn't listen to you in an argument, how you need to get your point across in order to be heard. And that is operating from an ego point of view. So it's starting to really unpack that relationship that the ego, the hold that the ego has over the divine, sorry, the hold that the ego has over your higher self. And once you can start to notice those subtle shifts, those subtle changes in your energy field, that's when you're going to be able to anchor your own energy and make it stronger. And therefore you're not going to absorb other people's energy. So it really is that sort of internal wisdom that you want to grow and cultivate. So we do that through spiritual practices, our energy healings. Energy healing work is I absolutely love it. It's my passion, as you know, and it really, it's completely changed my life because we have all of this old stagnant energy, just like I was saying before, that the energy stays in the situation where the argument was in the, in the environment. It also stays within our aura and it also stays within our energy body. So you could be carting all this stuff that happened like three years ago because you haven't released it. You haven't been able to release it. So there's only so much we can release ourselves and often we need someone else to channel the energy to help us push it through and to release those layers. So energy healing is such an important part of being able to anchor that down and able to open up all of your chakras, especially your crown chakra, so that you're able to receive those messages and then anchor it through the lower chakras. Another great thing for when we're feeling overwhelmed as an empath, besides taking ourselves away from that particular situation, is listening to calming music. 
So we know that when you're listening to that beautiful devotional music, or for me, I'm really into country music. So when I'm listening to that, it makes me feel amazing and it changes your mood and helps you back into alignment. Using essential oils is another great one especially for strengthening your aura. So you can use frankincense. I put frankincense in just a little bit of water and spray it around um, my energy field. So that helps really strengthen it and really taking that control of your own chi. So your own, own life force energy, we can go and do acupuncture is another really good way to balance out your energy field. Um, if you've ever done kinesiology, that's another good, another good thing to do. There's so many different ways that you can balance your own energy field and it's finding that one that's right for you. Then taking those steps and being responsible enough to be like, okay, I need to maintain it. It's just like exercise. We have to maintain our energy body just like we do with our physical body. And sometimes We need the help of other people in order to do that too. So we can maintain it at home, but we also need to have those tune-ups, I want to say, like every six weeks, just making sure that you haven't taken on anyone else's subconscious beliefs, you haven't taken on anyone else's energy and not being able to shift it because other people are going to be able to read your energy field better than you can read it, especially for those hidden parts of yourself that the ego is trying to manipulate you into holding on to. So it's quite a layered process and definitely such an an awesome topic. And it is such a good one to start to watch other people as well. So you can start to see when they're having reactions that aren't necessarily theirs. I notice that in children a lot. So my kids, if they've had a crazy day at school and they've come down with different or they've come with other people's energies, it's quite interesting. And once we start to be able to release those emotions, we're able to really start to take control of them, which is great. Another um, really good one, which I just remembered, is emotional freedom techniques. So EFT, which is tapping. It's also a really good way to break those cycles, those habits. And when we've noticed that the negative emotions come up and we're able to release it. So if you haven't heard about EFT, Google it. There's so many things out there. Um, And it, when I first started my journey, um, probably when I, when I, so when I started my journey, I was really into like manifestation and um, because I was trying to manifest my son through IVF. And I did EFT a lot back then. I don't do it so much now, so I'm more into energy healing, but it is such an amazing tool and it really, really helped me clear a lot of layers. Thank you. Thank you. If today's episode resonated with you, send me a message. I'd love to connect and hear your thoughts. Sending you blessings of love, light, power, and protection Om Namo Narayani.